hello and welcome to a self-worth edition of the drywall podcast i'm your host nick Harmon. with us today on the drywall podcast matt balukas of balukas and son drywall out of berwick maine matt and i dive into how he came to own his own business after getting treated unfairly by a couple of unruly bosses. I said, no, I can't wait to not have to deal with this shit. Like, I was upset. And he said, you know what? You don't have to. You're good. I don't need you. And I said, okay. So that car ride home, um, I had a job 10 minutes later for $7 more an hour. Um, So I went over there and uh, I was there for a year and a half um, or a year and a quarter, maybe. And about a year in, I started hinting at, you know, uh, we should reevaluate the money. And he blew it off. And you were working hourly. You were working hourly for X drywall too. Matt and I dig deep when it comes to fairness on the job. We also talk about learning the bazooka and also getting clean. The Drywall Podcast is brought to you today exclusively by Fresco Harmony. Fresco Harmony, making walls better since 2004. If you have questions about Fresco Harmony, The Drywall Podcast, or anything, you can email me directly at info at frescoharmony.com. But for now... Matt Balukas, Baluka and Son Drywall. Let's get into it. This has happened one other time. I hit pause because I hit pause because you were on like five minutes. But uh, yeah. damn it, that was all gold, dude. It was. We can do that again. We could probably Ain't bust it. that again. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> we've got Matt. That Balukas. was gold too. <laughs> we've got Matt Balukas. I know, it was so intense and it was so good. Matt and I yeah. just finished talking for what maybe about 20 minutes but some serious gold stuff about how he's about sort of how he finding self-worth finding self self-worth might be a better better title than planting the seeds so um Matt Balukas out of Berwick Maine and a yeah. younger person in the drywall industry we're just gonna start it over we'll just start doing it yeah I, I, I may have to take your lead, but uh, let me plug in my charger here. Let's do <laughs> That's this. the way it goes. That's the way it goes, man, when you're heading south. Yeah. Damn right. you. Damn, damn you. Computer. And I never do that, too. So you were like, oh, give me five more minutes. And so I hit pause. Yeah. And then I forgot to hit it again, and I started back up. But it is it is what it is. I see you got the vape there. Have you been vaping for quite a while? Uh, About a year and a half. I stopped smoking cigarettes. You know? Right. That's generally the, the segue. Yeah. And you yeah. like the vape like better than gum or lozenges or something like that? No. So when I was a kid, I used to chew gum all the time. And that's oh, okay. what I got to go back to it. My wife's Definitely. been on the gum for like eight years. It's yeah. It's not as annoying as the cigarettes, like way less, but it's still yeah. pretty, pretty annoying. Yeah, because <laughs> she I like remember. she chews it, man, and that stuff is yeah. not cheap. She probably she probably goes for a hundred fifty bucks a week. <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, it's better than smoking. 
All right. So uh, I want to start a little different, though. We'll we'll change directions and we'll go back to what yeah. we were talking about because that's gold, and I won't forget. Um, you were going around and picking up your guys. Now we started this interview. This is something I was thinking about. We started this interview. It's eleven ish, twelve uh, ish there now. You're two hours ahead 12, of me. Twelve seventeen. Yep. You're 12, starting your day, and no shame. Like I'm not. No judgment here. <laughs> You're starting. Yeah, yeah. Your, are you starting your day at eleven o'clock? Am I getting that right? Or eleven thirty? Uh, oh no no no. Nope. So that was <laughs> okay. Because I was like, you're there. starting kind of late, dude. <laughs> no, no, no. That was my even by my second. even by my standards. I'm like a nine. You know, Jack's a prima donna. Yeah. We go from like nine to three. You know, and I'm yeah. like, that's bad. You know, but so, uh, starting at eleven thirty, that's unheard of. <laughs> my guy starts at like nine. Um, okay. And that's that's too late for me. You know, I'm like seven is like when you're supposed to start. I, I grew up working for the old the old timers, you know, like you're there at yeah. seven, you leave you leave when it's done. You don't. But you're there at six thirty and you sit and drink coffee for thirty minutes. Like that was the yeah. school I went to. Like those guys yeah. were weird. I was showing up at like, you know, six fifty nine, and like, why the hell yeah. would I get yeah. here a half hour early? You guys are yeah. nuts. Yeah, or I was always like seven ten, seven fifteen back then, and they hated it. But yeah, okay. oh yeah, no, I was the, always there. In the union, yeah. <laughs> they want you there 15 minutes early because, like, what if there's traffic? Like, yeah. they don't mess around. So, th yeah, yeah that, uh, that was a school I came up in. But n now let's also talk about you're picking up these guys. Tell me a little bit yeah. about that because that's, like, kind of next level. There's probably a lot of bosses. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. There's probably a lot of bosses out there that are like, dude, if you have to pick up the guy, they need to, like, figure it out. So tell me a little bit about your justification for doing that. Okay. Um, well, there's so much work, and there's no drywallers that – uh. Okay. have their license first of all have their license or show up um this guy that i'm picking up i mean not that i haven't picked up other guys but this guy that i'm picking up um honestly when i was when i was 18 years old he was 16 years old working on the jobs with me um he usually has his license you know he's for whatever reason he doesn't right now um so i'm just helping him hopefully close that gap how long have you been? How long? Sure. How long have you been picking him up? About a month, month and a half. Okay, so he's showing promise. Like he's because I picked oh, up guys. Yeah. I picked up guys like once, and then like really? they don't show up again. I'm like, dude, I picked oh, you. No, no, no. <laughs> this is my this is my guy. He, um, <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> he was he was he was pulling the banjo the first time I was wiping tape. You know, he like I said, he was probably sixteen, fifteen. His grandfather was the guy that taught me and the guy that taught me. Um, okay. So, so he's been you know, around. He's, he's been around. Yeah. And, and he shows up every single time he says he's going to. Okay. Um, all right. Well, the, fair enough then. Yeah. Now, do you guys yeah. have a plan for getting him a car and a license and all that stuff? Or is he like DUI thing? Is he like... I don't know. Okay. You know, um, <laughs> I, I think it's just some minor We don't stuff. have to throw him under the bus. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's just some minor stuff, and I okay. think he's just going to clear it up, and uh, we'll be good. Um, you know, so I'm trying to, trying to, like I said, just get him to that point. You know, at some at a certain point, you know, you have to 
figure shit out and you have to get a license. Yeah. And as a but boss, you're investing. That's a, that's a time and uh, investment in that, in that person. And I think it's cool. I think it's commendable. So we're going to back up now. Matt and I were having this fantastic conversation about sort of when he started and how sort of you were almost to uh, uh, the X2 starting your own company. And we'll go back to that. But uh, you started with a company and maybe they weren't paying you quite enough or treating you fairly. Let's go back and talk about that. We'll call it X Drywall. And uh, X Drywall Company was your the first company you worked with. And it was yeah. your good good friend's uh, dad. And yeah. you, uh, yeah, tell me about that experience. Why'd you leave? All right. So I, uh, first of all, I've known him, you know, for 15 years prior, well, probably 10 years prior to this. Um, okay. And... I, I did everything for him. You know, I was, I drove to the job sites on Saturdays and would turn the heat, make sure the heat's on filled up. Um, I would just do the extra stuff. You know, I would pay attention. I would learn. I would do that. The things that I could. Um, and so at a certain point, you know, when it's time to move up, they didn't want to pay me the money that not even uh, that I deserved quite honestly. And uh, so you were making, you were making around 21 bucks. You said right around there, you had been in the trade for over five years working with this company. You knew all aspects of the way they did it. And what were the top guys making? There's two top guys. What were they making? Um, So my foreman, which like I said, was my age. Um, we grew up together. We learned drywall together. Exactly. Um, his nephew is what it your is. Coworker. Your coworker. Your yeah, coworker. Yeah. Um, so he was making 28 and okay. so I wasn't looking for a whole lot more. Really. He could have probably strung me along longer. Um, 23 or 20. If he would have bumped you to 24, yeah. you would have stayed on a long time. Yeah. I was loyal. And you I, were worth, you were worth it. Working for him. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, I knew everything. I knew how to do everything. I was a bottom guy, but only because there was no room on top. Um, so, and I paid attention. I knew how to do everything. So, one, on a Saturday, went in to do, I don't know, some scrap out a job or something, the extra stuff on a Saturday that matters. Um, and, you know, I muttered under my breath one time, as he was complaining about whatever it was, um, you know, I can't wait to not have to deal with this. And he heard me. So he said, what did you say? I said, um, have a nice day boss. Yeah. (laughs) And no, because I I knew him well, like, yeah. I said, no, I can't wait to not have to deal with this shit. Like it, 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 I was upset. And he said, you know what? You don't have to, you're good. I don't need you. And I said, okay. So that car ride home, um, I had a job 10 minutes later for $7 more an hour. Um, so I went over there and, uh, I was there for a year and a half, um, or a year and a quarter maybe. And about a year in, I started hinting at, you know, uh, we should reevaluate the money and he blew it off. And you were working hourly, you were working hourly for X drywall too. 
it's all right. right. It's this podcast thing. It's an imperfect, uh, you know, it's, it's challenging, but it's cool. Uh, I was going to ask, like, it kind of blows me away that the, was that the first time that you had said something to X drywall? Was that the first time that you had muttered under your breath? He knew there was like a resentment sort of brewing there maybe. So for probably about a year before that, I, like I said, he was my best friend's dad. So I told him my financial situation. Listen, like I have to work 44 hours a week to cover my bills. Like um, if I don't get that extra four hours, I won't have like, I won't be here on Friday because I won't have gas money, like literally. Um, And he just blew it off. He didn't care. He was making what he wanted to make and that's what it was. So, uh, it seems weird with just a three person crew. That just seems weird. Yeah, I know it was. Yeah. Okay. Um, but there was like a personal relationship. So it just interflict, it it uh, conflicted with the whole thing. Yeah. You know, he expecting me to come begging him for a job on Sunday, um, knowing I needed to work. And are you and the son still buddies? No, no, not really. Okay. And, uh, it's too bad. X drywall two. X two drywall. <laughs> the X of the X. Can you hear me? Now is our 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 Wi-Fi is gonna start dogging out now. I think it's just my phone. It's it keeps ringing. Oh, <laughs> uh, and so uh so X drywall two. So you go and you get another job same day, making seven dollars an hour more and uh he was probably happy to have you, but we get into, you said there was a lot of things that you had to teach him. He was a hand taper and you had to teach him the banjo. That's just crazy. I don't know if I call someone like that. All right. You hear me now? They're, they're blowing up your phone. Yeah. No one I even know. That's just so disrespectful. Anyway, you shoot, uh, shoot him a text, man. Hey man, I'll call you back. Chill down. um i like it when you were when you were looking at the phone you've got kind of a bradley cooper thing that go in there i like it i like it yeah and so um so x drywall too he knew how to run the box you knew how to run the banjo he's paying you seven bucks an hour it's a match made in heaven and we talk a little bit about the difference between the banjo and the bazooka, and we'll get into that. Maybe you're maybe you're looking looking toward the bazooka to learn how to do that in the near future. But uh, um, tell me a little bit about your experience with that company. Okay, so I did the extra stuff again because I I wanted to like you know do something with my life. So I did the extra every time I could. Um, it was just me and him. We did everything. You know, I taught him a lot of things. I showed him how a production crew runs, like how you actually, you know, to get a lot of work done instead of hand taping and, you know, just doing things slow. Um, And I worked as hard as I could for a year. Um, Knowing, you know, that he has never been a big company. It's always been him and his dad. I worked as hard as I could for him for about a year. And uh, I mentioned to him, I had just had my son. Um, You know, it's, uh, I need like more money. I, I, if, if I'm not saying you have to give it to me, but I need to get it somewhere, you know? And, um, 
he blew it off. So he blew it off. And I brought it up probably two, three more times, blew it off, blew it off. And then, so finally I got a, a side job and I said, Hey, but, uh, I guess it wasn't a side job. It was a, it was a job during the day. And I told him, Hey, I'm going to work for you. No, before I took the job, I told him, I looked at it, gave him one more chance to do okay. anything, nothing. So took the job. Hey, these, uh, just so these you drywall know, guys there, it's a proud, it's a proud trade, man. Just so proud. Yeah. Um, I told him, you know, I'm, I'm going to take this job. Uh, okay. And on Wednesday, I'm going to start it and I'll be there, be at your job until then. Um, so Wednesday came around, I started the job. He calls me and asks where I am. <laughs> I told you I'm starting this job. <laughs> okay. And he was about how disrespectful I was to leave him in the middle of being busy and just on and on and on. Okay. And uh, so, you know, he told me not to come back. And uh, I was just planning okay. on doing, job, you know, make it, maybe making an extra thousand dollars, like just enough to feed my family. And I was going to come back and have full-time work. I now, mean, let me yeah. interject. Let me interject right there. Now, a cool boss now. And it, it, like, I didn't used to be this way. Granted, like it, it took work, but my guy does side work and I'll schedule around his. I'm fine with it. I'm just like, let me know. And he already said, I got a two week job coming up. They it's yeah. they they can do it anytime. I'm like, sweet. We'll, you know, we'll schedule that out. But you gotta let me know so that I can book out that two weeks and I'm not taking on any work during that two weeks. Yeah. Um, but I encourage him to go make money. I, I think that you want your people to be successful. If especially if you're not gonna pay them. If you're not <laughs> yeah. gonna pay them well, they need yeah. to make money somewhere. Well, they're going to leave. Yeah. Everybody can win. You know, um, it's ridiculous that both those guys lost you. You know, you could have been working together. Um, but maybe it was in the cards that you worked alone. So uh, so after that, what happened? And we talk a little bit about square footage. How did you know how to bid jobs i mean were these questions that you were asking x and x2 drywall throughout the years by this time you're like what eight years in nine years in yeah no i just paid attention to everything you know i i listened to what he would say to the builders and what the builders said to him and uh okay no i wanted to know how it all worked um and you honestly, never asked your boss specifically what do you charge square footage? How do you come up with 10 grand on this project? You never asked that. I probably should have, but I knew that he would have lied anyway. Inter you know, my, my boss in Colorado, we actually talked about it. He showed me, he was that yeah. cool. He was yeah. like, here's how you bid. You know, I was like, yeah. well, what do you bid the drywall? How do you do that? How do you bid the finishing and the texture? And he's like, oh, well, that's all hourly. You know, I give... Randy and those guys, you know, there were four dudes that did the drywall. I give those guys a uh, piece rate and I'm like, how do you figure that out? You know? And he's like, well, it's, you know, X amount for low, easy stuff. If they're hanging, if they're hanging five eights, that's a different price. If it's a vaulted ceiling, that's a different price. And I, you know, we would have actual conversations 
and and we were friends and we played poker together and we all had a good time and that was the best crew I ever worked with, you know? Because they were they were cool. Yeah. Yeah, so you had to be a mouse in the corner and you were kind of uh, cataloging this information. Um, were you a little nervous or did you underbid a lot when you first got going? Um, I was very nervous because like I said, I had a family. Um, yeah. you know, honestly, I would have never started my own thing had that not been what it was because I watched my my guy now his grandfather i watched him struggle and stress i watched my my friend's father struggle and stress and there's in the labor it's just it's an it's a it's an ugly scenario it really is but what are you talking about specifically like getting labor like to do a full house it it usually takes you know it's a, it's a lot of work. So it usually takes you're, you're saying running your own business. Like now you're getting a taste of what X and X two have to deal with on a daily basis. Now you're in the other seat and it's like, Oh, okay. Maybe I see, maybe I understand why they're beating up the, why I got beat up so bad, but at the same time still. Sure. Exactly. You don't have at the same time you, you, you go and pick up your guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like would they have picked you up for work? Not where I live now. No, yeah, you, in the past, definitely. In the past, definitely. Okay, all right. So, uh, so you start bidding houses, and you're yeah. you're you're using the banjo. And now you know how to use the box. That's cool. Yeah, it's key. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I I've I paid attention, and I I always paid attention to the numbers. Like I said, the 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 foreman's uh, quote unquote of the crew I worked with, I grew up with. So I knew what it was taking us on that crew to finish jobs. I knew what hanging roughly went for. Labor, um, you knew labor and material, how much that costs. Yeah. So, so you were never, able to decipher what your profit margin would be. Yeah. And then so do, do have, you bid square footage? Yeah. Um, not always. Only if it's like a, a new house that, okay. you know, what you see is what you get. It, if it's old and you're going to have to make some things work, then it's going to be more, you know? Okay. And do you have builders now that you work with? Do you have, do you have clients that uh, you've stolen from X and X too? No. No. I haven't ever uh, reached out to some of them that I knew. I mean, stolen's harsh, but has any, any, you know, any of their clients come over to your side? Uh, no, no, not in, not in, in the entirety. I've had, I've had them reach out. I've done a few jobs for them, but, um, I'm not really that guy either. I don't want to step on toes. There's enough work out there for everyone. No. And in another 10 years, they won't be doing it. And yeah. have they reached out to you to sub work out to you? One of them at a, at one point, the first boss I worked for, um, I talked to him not too long ago and asked him, you know, I know you have a lot of houses still, uh, you know, to keep my guys busy. Do you want to give us like a house? I'd rather do a house than an old renovation, you know? So um, just, yeah, trying to collaborate, you know, and he, he didn't want any part of it. Um, and then the other one just never was willing to pay enough to make it worth it. I would, I don't have like 
negative feelings about like towards them. Yeah. I I feel bad for them that that's the way that they did things, but like yeah, that's what they did, and that's what they wanted to do, and how they wanted to do it. So now. We're Some here. companies do that. Some companies, uh, they they find the profit margin by beating up their uh, employees. Yeah, a lot, do. a lot of them. That's it's sad, but a lot of them do. I had a, uh, he was a a client of mine, but he was a framing guy. He had probably a hundred employees, and he called them Chewies. We just yeah. throw throw a couple Chewies over here and over there. You know, he treated them like. They were fucking Oompa Loompas, you know? And it's like, it, to me, I was always like, and he was a dick. Like, he was my client. He would beat me up on price, but he was like one of those very intimidating fellows, you know? Yeah. He liked me, but like, you know, I did a couple of jobs for him at, uh, I think it was a buck 50, new, 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 new construction Fresco Harmony. Buck fifty a square foot, which is pretty gravy for me because I can blow out fresco pretty quick. Yeah, but that's half. That's less than half of what I'm charging now. So when I when he finally came back to me with a project, I was like, dude, I gotta charge. You know, it's like three bucks a square foot for new. If you just want fresco harmony, you want me to do it. It's three bucks a square foot, and uh, you know the old no callback um you know yeah so I mean, people will beat you up as much as they can they will use you up like a like a wet rag they'll ring you out and then throw you in the garbage some people some people roll that way that's how they make money i'm saying that's not a good way to go no it's nobody crazy. it's a lose-lose proposition because yeah. you're making money but at what expense you know yeah. so now today you have how many employees with you um, I got, including me, just three finishers. Okay. Um, I got in crew I, that stays in front of me. Um, and that's, that's all I got right now. Honestly, I would like more, but at the same time, it's a lot easier, a lot less stress. Smart. Um, and pretty good together, you know? Yeah. If it's working, man, don't, and, and you can book out, you don't have to pile it up. You can book out. And if they can't do the, if, if they can't wait that long. Okay. Yeah. There's enough out there. <laughs> That's a good way to do it. And and then you can price how you want to price. You can take your time. You can do really good work exactly. and you're That's not, you're not stressed. That's yeah. really smart. That's what we focus on is quality. You know, we're not in there. We're not in there to give them the cheapest price, um, but they're going to get the best work around here. You know, we might not be the best, but I don't know anyone better than us around here. And I love uh, it. You call it Belukas and Sons drywall, but your son is what? How old is he? Three years old. He's three, so like he's nowhere near ready. Nowhere. Has he spotted a what? screw yet? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of. No. <laughs> now you get just lay out like a piece of plastic and put like a dollop of mud on it and just let him get all muddy. He would love it. My stepdaughters have. They, uh, okay. Uh, but not much. They don't. Stepdaughters. They so you've got two daughters? Two stepdaughters, yeah. And a son. Yeah. My and you're, son, ma yeah. you're married? No. Nope. No. Just with uh, my girlfriend, yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Very cool. Where do we go from here? The tools. Um, you're a whiz with the banjo. So you're wrestling with the idea of maybe going from the banjo to a bazooka. This is when my tool manufacturers would come in and they would like really drill into you. But uh, we, I get, <laughs> I get to interview uh, the dudes at Columbia um, yeah. and I'm really excited about Yeah. Tomorrow. And so I'm really excited about that interview. They're really cool dudes. Um, I know Scott Murray with level five. Um, yeah. Some people swear by the level five stuff. What tools, I know you use the boxes now currently, correct? Yeah. What tools have you uh, been drawn toward? What brand? So I, I my second boss had a tape tech set up. Okay. Uh, but he didn't do it. So I guess he just had the tape tech boxes um and i loved those um and i i have a level five box right now it's all right but yeah. uh it, it wasn't new when i got it either so oh, okay i'm open but um it just it looks like it can be so much faster i mean i don't know i don't know what i haven't done it so like the we'll setting see. the setting on the box or the bazooka oh the bazooka oh the they, bazooka well, I mean, is so much faster too. Yeah. Well, going from hand finishing to the box, that time savings is directly equal to going from the banjo to the bazooka. And again, my fellow hand finishers out there, bless their hearts. They will, they will probably fight me on that. And my crew, the crew that I worked with in Colorado, they all ran banjo. This was after yeah. I knew how to run a bazooka. They wouldn't bring yeah. it on the job. Like they didn't care. Oh, Nick knows how to run the, bazooka they my boss had a couple old bazookas and sometimes like i'd bust it out and like throw out some footage but we were all making hourly i was like you guys want to take your time do you use a banjo it's fine with me yeah <laughs> yeah no <definitely laughs> i'll wipe down behind on. whatever and but they would run two of them two dudes with the banjo would kind of cruise around one high one low you know and you got yeah. a white guy running around you know if you have enough people it can be pretty speedy yeah, you we can move pretty quick. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, the, and then people talk about cleaning the bazooka. But uh, in the last interview, um, it's it's not that big a deal. You know, it takes yeah. a little bit of time. You got to have a place to clean. But uh, the dude that I talked to yesterday, um, Cam Brown, he runs tools, and he's got like a pressure washer set up in the back of his trailer. And like, he's got it all dialed. You know, it's just another thing to learn. There's a learning curve. So if you're willing to take that time and learn, the biggest thing with when I remember running the bazooka was learning how to repair the bazooka. And when I learned, it was piece rate down in Arizona. They were paying us nothing to finish yeah. out these houses, you know, eight cents a square foot and they would give us as shitty tools. And so, but that was great because I got to learn how to fix the, the bazooka would break and I, you know, you have to learn how to fix them and stuff. I think that's probably a good route to go before you get a new one. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's the thing. I, yeah, there's a lot of moving parts on that thing. I, uh, mm -hmm. it's, Something to learn, you know, I guess more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you should get one. You should get one. Yeah, 100%. You, you'll have fun 100%. with it. You'll have fun with it. I mean, they're fr very frustrating, 
you know, to, yeah. le- to learn, you'll get frustrated and stuff, but uh, just, you know, it's like anything, man, you stick with it. And, you know, I mean, stilts are kind of frustrating and challenging at first too. The, the bazooka takes longer to learn than the stilts, mind you, but like, um, once you learn, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. How about the angle tools? I, uh, I mean, I ran the angle box and the glaze. Do you run a glazing head? No. Hand oh, wire. That's so crazy to me. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I learned like out of the gate, I learned running angle, the the, yeah. gla- the glazing head and the angle box. Yeah. Um, yeah. They work great. It, like good sharp corners. Yeah. You pick out the corners with your knife. So right. you, you'll run everything and then you'll have a dude going around picking corners. Right. Clean up three ways. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no biggie. So you can leave them as messy as you want. All you have to do yeah. instead of running that whole, do you do now when you run the angle, do you run one side at a time? Yes. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I mean, no doubt if you, if, if you're doing hand finishing, you're really good at hand finishing and you're really fast. But I feel like even the fastest hand finisher is slower. Is slower. No way, way you can put mud on the wall that quick. Yeah, there's that's, no way. That's why I'm open to it. the The first guy I ever worked for was dead against all of it, so against it, and I was too. Like because I was always a hand finisher. Um, yeah. But when I saw my my next boss use that box, I couldn't believe how good it comes out. See, that's what we should do. We should find a new guy like you. When I talk to the Columbia dudes, like that would be a good video. We talk, yeah, you're our guy. We get the Columbia (laughs) dudes. We come out and screw it. I'll run the, I'll, I'll run it. They can show me a couple things. I'll be rusty. It's been a while, but I could run that damn thing. We'll get your guys wiping down behind us and we'll do a whole video on like, Matt learning the bazooka and, you know, we'll get your feedback on it and all that stuff. I don't know. This is all speculation. (laughs) How cool would that be though? And then we'll do it. Screw it. We'll do an accent wall in Fresco Harmony, finish a wall out in your, we'll talk to your builder. We'll have them pick a color and then we'll do like uh, we'll do Fresco Harmony on a, on an accent wall for one of your builders. You can learn how to do that. Like, wouldn't that be a, wouldn't that be a cool giveaway? That would be so cool. And it'd be I fun. That's that's some stuff that should go on, you know, to introduce more people to this stuff. That's what you gotta yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Well, people that are open too, because you got those dudes that are like, no, I'm not gonna, yeah. you know. But you got dudes like you that are like, yeah, I'd learn, you know. And that's all you need is like a little, a little opening there to learn something new, uh, a little bit of willingness, you know. Yeah. Just like, uh, so you said when we talked on the phone, you said you had a, you went through a rough patch or something. Oh yeah. Was Absolutely. that you? <laughs> well, yeah. After, after you lost the second job. <laughs> oh, so this was, this was, uh, the whole time I pretty much worked with the first, the first company, um, on and off forever. Uh, you know, we're drywallers, so we party and, uh, yeah what I did. I was a drywaller just with all the other guys and hung out with the older guys and, you know, got in trouble with the older guys, really. Sure. Sure. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, having 
I don't know if it's drywall or if it's like having a business or just something more is just, it saved my life. I mean, definitely. Was there a point in time or something happened that caused you to get sober? Stuff was always happening. Yeah. You know, uh, legally, um, uh, with your family, you know, like it's just, it's, it's bad news. Everything, everything that you can lose, you lose. Okay. Um, so I was just so tired of losing everything that I was working for. And that was occurring during your, uh, when you ran your own business? No, no. I st- so I had my son, I started my company and, uh, yeah, just been killing it. Did, but did you get sober before you had your son and started company? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So all that good, all that good stuff has come after getting, uh, uh yeah. sober sobering up a little bit <laughs> yeah well and no more hangovers like that's nice yeah. for real and uh <sighs> it, i i could never go back you know yeah My were you so- were you a weed guy an alcohol guy or was it just alcohol oh it was, was drugs it and alcohol. anything anything <laughs> just partying with the older guys you know that's what i did we worked and we you know, fucked off while we were working. We yeah. fucked off after work, you know. Yeah, I was in a ski town, and they're a lot of fun to party in, ski towns. Everybody parties in a ski yeah. town. And everyone, yeah. uh, people do party, but I just, I have so much more left to do. I don't, I don't need to take chances like that, you know. Yeah, and you're, you're still pretty young. So, uh, yeah, to, um, to get, clean that young is sort of like a you know that's that's awesome so congratulations for that very cool um and so where are we headed from here matt you've got your own business seems like you're running it pretty good you're picking up these guys you got time to sit in the truck and have a conversation with me i'll be at 20 minutes too long because <laughs> we weren't recording but that's all right yeah it ain't nothing it's kind of cool yeah. ra- rapping with other drywall dudes, huh? I like it. And like I said, it's not talked enough, talked about enough. Like yeah. where thoughts, like, you know, the, the worst trade you can, you can be in. Um, and you know, maybe there are better paying trades. Maybe there are better trades, but I like drywall. You know, I, I can't go frame a house tomorrow, but I can code a house. Right. It's what I can so I'm just going to stick with what I can do. And your drywall subs, they just do drywall? Do they work for your company or is it pr- a private company that does drywall? It's just my my guys. They, they um, yeah, they subcontract from me and, but we work together, you know? Okay. L- like, do you pay those dudes a piece, right? No, hourly. They're hourly as well. Okay. Do you ever get like other drywall contractors? Because it seems like hanging crews are kind of a sought after commodity. Do you ever get other drywall contractors being like, "Hey, can I borrow your, can I borrow your drywall, dudes?" Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes um, you loan them out. I would. I would. Do your uh, drywall mostly... guys finish? The hangers. Yeah, the hangers. No, hangers are just the hangers. You know. Um. And I feel like there's a lot more hangers than there are finishers. Interesting. It's, uh, yeah, at least out here. 
Um, in Colorado, we didn't hang. There was the team that hung. And then yep. there was like me and Cheryl. There was a girl I worked with and then another yep. dude. And we were kind of, we finished. But the drywall dudes would get done hanging and then we'd all finish. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the way to go to like, one, you have more work. You don't have to, it's easier to find work. Um, I don't know. You, and you got to know it. If you, if you want to do the whole thing, you need to know how to do the whole thing. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's smart to do a little hang. And if you're, if you're, if you're a finisher, learn a little hang. And if you're a hanger, uh, yep. learn, learn some finishing. Yeah. Me, my main guy right now will hang. Um, if it's something small or if we even have like a little bit of extra time. We'll hang. I have no problem with that. Yeah, uh, you ever jump on with the hangers? Did, now, when you worked for X and X2 drywall, did you hang with those guys? Very rarely. Um, okay. Well, with my second boss, a little bit more, but I, di I, I didn't get much experience hanging until I had to have jobs hung. And so I just did them. You know, okay. Me and, me and my guy that also had a little bit of hanging experience, um, we just did it. Nice. Hey, wait a second. Ingrid, get in here, man. <laughs> this is my helper, Ingrid. Hi. How's it going? How You're you live. Going? You're on the podcast right now. Oh, who are you? <laughs> That's Matt. Hey, Matt. Matt Belukas. Belukas. Oh, yeah, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, what else? Where, what else? Where was I going with that? We were... Um... Oh, so do you jump in with the hangers sometimes and learn and like learn some hanging from those guys? We, um, you know, and sometimes you can't like the hangers are busy or you can't get them. Um, so in those times, I, I've hung with hangers for sure. Um, okay. My main guy is pretty good at hanging too. We just, I've gone, I've gone pretty good pretty quick. Okay, cool. I, I can kind of mean cheat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what now? So, what does the future hold for Matt Belukas and uh, Belukas and Son Drywall? Besides your son becoming a Belukas, you know, yeah. drywall guy. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Um, I'm not gonna push it, but that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Just I, I'd love more help. You know, a couple okay. more couple more guys um but i don't know i'm just gonna kind of ride the wave you know everyone's saying the economy's starting to turn down okay another um, advantage i think to having a smaller company is that you can weather the less work better than a larger company will have to do cut you know layoffs and all that uh, yeah i had six guys over the summer you know so i'm i'm loving the the small got crew right now it's uh yeah it's a nice change and that's big yeah. to me dude six is big to me i have one <laughs> it was a lot for me i mean that's not huge people are doing more but it was going from nothing to that was a lot okay I, i'm god bless my girlfriend yeah why is that <laughs> it's uh it's hard when you're i mean there's days that i've worked 18 hours okay you know and uh, raising a kid and just waiting for me to come home when 18-hour days, that's a long time. 
How long have you and your uh, girlfriend been together? Uh, four years. Okay, so quite a while. Yeah. Quite definitely. a while. What's her name? Shannon. <laughs> shout out shout out to Shannon. Yeah. See, I can I can yeah. edit that out, man. I can I can like so when you hear me say something twice like that, yeah. I'm like I do it because then I'll like I can piece it bet. all together like like it sounds flawless. I like so it. this one will be a little bit challenged. We lost some gold there at the beginning, but that's all right. I think we made it up. You're a very good uh, conversationalist. I like your take on the industry, the element of coming into the industry, starting your own business, getting like, you know, the self-worth aspect I think is really key. But um, what advice would you give to the drywall community if you could put something on a billboard or just, you know, lay something out there, what would you tell them? Who would tell them to definitely support more, more drywallers? Don't shit on them. You know, that could be the one guy that goes home and says, I'm never going to go back there again. I mean, I'm not trying to make that kind of impression on someone's life, you know? Yeah, it's, for sure. If it's time nowadays, and and even though you know you should be able to take that, you would think people don't. It's a, it's a lot different than I started working in. Yeah, that's yeah. Sure. Well, maybe we'll get up there and get a chance to meet you or something. I don't know how it would work. I'm thinking I I, I do a draw or something because that would be pretty cool to come to somebody's job site, yeah. show Fresco Harmony show you know it's a lot of energy but we could use that as a marketing tool as well yeah it would be cool yeah so we'll flesh that out a little bit matt balukas you can find balukas and sons drywall you've got a very nice page on facebook uh balukas and sons drywall um 207-351-5283 but if you right. call, if you call and he doesn't answer right away, he'll he'll call you back. You don't have to call five or ten times in a row. Um, <laughs> I think. <laughs> and then we, I got Matt Balukas, M A T T B A L U K A S at Gmail If you would like to email him, you're in the main area, the Berwick main area, and you would like some drywall done. He's your man, Matt. Thanks for being on the drywall podcast today. Final thoughts, anything, anything you want to leave us with? Yeah. Have a good positive day today. All right. Have a good positive today, everybody. And we will catch you next Friday with somebody cool. Probably the owners of Columbia Tools, which is going to be a badass interview. So uh, stay tuned. Thanks, Matt. We'll talk soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Matt Lucas for being on the Drywall Podcast today. I appreciate your time. You can catch the Drywall Podcast every Friday with a fresh new Drywall Master. The Drywall Podcast was brought to you today by Fresco Harmony. Fresco Harmony, making walls better since 2004.
Thank you so much for joining the Drywall Podcast today. If you have questions about the podcast, uh, about Fresco Harmony, or a question for me, you can email me directly at info at frescoharmony.com. And also check out the website, www.frescoharmony.com. Until next time, keep drywalling.